Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's up, everybody? Happy freaking Friday. This is the Diva. You have tuned in to Diva Speaks Radio on Station Head, as well as Diva Speaks Relationships on Podbeam Live. So welcome to the show. Today is March, Friday the 13th. Guys, can you believe it? Can you believe that 2020 has already, <laughs> we're already in the month of, month of March and so much madness going on in the world, right? So welcome to the show. For those of you who are listening on Station Head Radio, some aspects of the show you may not be able to hear because I'm also on my podcast hosting site, which is Podbeam Live. So if you want the benefit of participation, and you would like to comment and be kind of interactive with the audience, please join me on my hosting site, which is divaspeaks.podbeam.com. Um, however, I thank you for tuning in. And if by chance you missed the show on Station Head, my broadcast will be recorded and available for your listening pleasure on my profile page on Station Head. So there you have it, my people on my station head radio station. But for those of you who are tuning in to Podbeam, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your support. And again, it is Friday. It is flashback Friday. So have you posted your pictures on social media yet? Your flashback Friday pictures? Well, I know I have because the diva was fabulous back in the day and today, whatever. So welcome to the hottest radio um, and relationship podcast out of Charlotte, North Carolina, located in, of course, we're deemed as the Queen City, right? So welcome to the show. I want to, again, thank all of my subscribers and my supporters for your support thus far. I appreciate you and um, be sure to tell a friend or tell a coworker or who is ever, whoever <laughs> is in your inner circle um, about the show, Diva Speaks Relationships. You can find me also on social media. Uh, my Facebook handle is at True Diva Speaks. My Instagram handle is Diva Speaks, the underscore sign official. I'm also on YouTube. It's not as quite engaging as, and interactive as I would like it to be at this point, but I'm moving there. So just be a little bit patient with me. And in the next few weeks or a couple of months from now, you will be able to see and listen to The Diva on Amazon Prime. So if you subscribe to that particular streaming service for movies and different things that you like, you'll also find The Diva over there. So stay tuned, bear with me. I'm in the process of making that happen through my video production company, which is Final Cut Multimedia. So um, I got a lot of great things going on. Um, so again, just stay with me and I will be able to um, share with you the progress as progress is made. So um, last time I was on the mic, I talked about um, single mothers and the dangers of not really um, 
having a spirit of discernment when you are dating. And I kind of um, talked about and explained where that particular subject matter came from as I was watching the documentary on Netflix about the um, beautiful little boy, Gabriel, who was killed by his mom and her boyfriend. It's such a sad story. I don't want to give specifics of that particular show because if you haven't watched it, I don't want to ruin it for you, but it is a tearjerker. It is something that something that actually happened to an innocent child. He died at the hands of his mother and her boyfriend, which kind of gave way to um, the subject that we're going to talk about today, which is, you know, being a single mother and trying to date. So it was just, oh my God, you can't watch this documentary and not feel some type of way about it because it just, it just moves you. And it, 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 it really brings awareness to being a single parent and trying to find love and trying to maneuver through the dating processes and making sure that you have a particular skill set, which is the, the spirit of discernment when choosing your partner or your mate or whatever. So just wanted to kind of give you some background information on how I kind of segued into today's topic, which is single mothers and dating. But let me kind of double back a little bit. Just for the benefit of you guys, if you have not um, had a chance to follow some of my social media pages, just a little, uh, give you a little glimpse of the things that I kind of share with you guys. I do inspirational memes and thought provoking content. And earlier this week, I kind of shared with you guys or the people that follow me on social media, a few different games that I went out and purchased. Like one of them is Dirty Minds. And I kind of talk about it in the video. And a couple of card games that I invested in. One is called, hold on. One is called, Who is the Biggest Pervert? And it's the drinking game of Naughty Confessions. And I kind of explain what it is. You get a visual on the video that I posted on my Instagram page. So if you want more about what I'm talking about, go follow me on Instagram. Diva Speaks, the underscore sign official on Instagram. Now, I also kind of showed you like this other card game that I invested in. It's called A Year of Sex, Sexual Position Cards. Now, I know a lot of you out there think, hey, I, you know, I got it down pat or whatever. But listen, the biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. So you never know what you don't know until you discover additional, you know, knowledge and education by exploring. So if you haven't had a chance to check out or you don't know about these playing cards, um, go to my social media sites. I like sharing different things of that nature with you guys, you know, to keep it spicy or to give you different ideas, you know, so whatever. You never know what you don't know until you know it, right? Okay, so now that we have that out the way, and, uh, and again, I also shared that on my Facebook page as well, the videos talking about that. I was actually looking for another card game that I saw on one of these pages that I follow that I wanted to invest in. It was like $25, but it was completely sold out across all platforms that that particular distributor is selling through. So I don't know. And then I looked on Derek Jackson's um, social media page looking for the what is I forgot what he calls it, like uh, mind blowing uh, relationship stimulator cards. 
sold out completely. Couldn't find it. So, so just to let you know, people are ever evolving in relationships and, and trying to create ways to have different conversations to try to explore their partner's mind. So if you haven't actually taking that into account, that's something to really think about because, you know, when you're in a relationship or you're dating, you get tired of talking about the same different things, you know, politics, families, kids, sex, you know, your friends, (laughs) the news, you want something else, you know, more meaningful and more depth to the conversation. And sometimes when you engage in little card games like that, that, maybe relationship gurus or experts have created just for that specific purpose, it actually enhances your relationship. So I myself, for one, am actively looking and exploring these different card games because I could use a little bit more depth. You know, I don't want to be shallow when it comes to important things like that. So, and um, hold on guys, I got somebody's commenting in the room. What is the topic of discussion? Um, The topic of discussion is Diva Speaks on Single Mothers, Love, Relationships, and Parenting. I'm going to be discussing um, being a single parent, basically focusing on being a single mother and trying to date or have a relationship. So I hope that answers your um, question. Hey, Ralph, I see you. Ralph is my buddy, guys. So let me give a shout out to Ralph. He's a fellow podcaster. He's in the room. Um, If you haven't had a chance to check his show out, go follow him. A cool dude with a sexy ass voice. Like if you want that hypnotic feel and flow, go listen to the Ralph Williams podcast. You know, I like to support somebody that supports me. Um, Great. And Ralph, we need to do a show together. Like your voice would do my show wonders in terms of numbers right? So guys, let's, um, oh, I appreciate you too. I really do. I appreciate you too. So you guys ready to get into it? Cause I'm ready to get into it. Right. So do you have a beverage of choice? Now I know it is kind of early in the day, no judgment, you know, the diva has a no judgment zone. So if you have a cocktail, that's cool. If you have a Coke, that's even better. If you have some water, I have some too. You know my you know my motto is stay hydrated because a, a diva or a real woman never walks around thirsty. You feel me? Never. So I have my water right here. I'll be taking a sip every once in a while. So Let's get into the topic of single mothers and trying to date while parenting, trying to have a relationship and maintain a relationship when you're raising children. Let's talk. So first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to all of the single women, the single parents, put the emphasis on the women. I want to give a shout out okay, to the mothers who are making it happen. Because I feel that sometimes in this society, single parents and single mothers don't get enough credit for the amazing job that they do. So if you are a single mother listening to this show right now, I salute you as a former fellow single mother I salute you. I applaud you. 
You are amazing. You are phenomenal. You are God's gift to your children. And if nobody has told you today, you are appreciated and the diva celebrates you. Okay. Somebody just said in the room, coffee. You know what? I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm so excited about talking about to you guys. I forgot about coffee and I've had like three cups already today. So if you have your coffee, by all means, keep it coming. I forgot to talk about coffee as one of your beverages of choice while you're listening to the show. If I have another cup, I won't be able to sit through the show. So going back to giving my shout outs to single mothers. You know, guys, um, experience is, the, is sometimes the best teacher. So I feel like I can bring my own life, my own experiences to the mic when I talk about this. Um, I raised two daughters. Now, their ages as of today are 27 and 21. And most of their life, I was a single mother. And when I say I was a single mother, I was a single mother in terms of not having a partner, in terms of not having any living parents, and just having to face the world on my own. If I didn't make it happen, it wasn't going to happen. If I didn't have the money to feed my daughters, they wasn't going to eat. Okay? So I know the challenges. I understand the motivation behind every single parent's struggle. I understand the prayer life of a single parent. And I respect you to the fullest. What I think a lot of people forget, guys, now, I may sometimes during this segment, segment, I may be speaking from a place of disappointment and hurt, but I'm going to come to you real and raw, raw today. Sometimes I think people forget when they talk about single mothers. I think that a lot of people tend to forget a lot of single mothers aren't out here being single parents by choice. You understand me? Sometimes people speak of single mothers and single parents in a way as if like this is something that they signed up for, that they decided to do. They wanted that life of raising children by themselves, And it's unfair. It's really unfair. Because no one in their right mind signs up for that job to do it alone. No one, no one does that. And then you, you know, sometimes over the years I've struggled with even labeling myself as a single parent based on my faith. Let me stop right there. Hold on. You guys know, I do not like to talk about my faith and my God on this show because this is not a ministry, but there are moments when I do have to connect the two and let you know where God stands in my life. Now, getting back to what I was saying, I have at times struggled with the title of being a single mother or calling myself a single mother because of the fact that throughout the years, I could look back and 
at some of my lowest points. Well, at that time, what I thought was lowest points is when God surprised me with his best out of nowhere. I said that to say that I can't in good conscience really say that I was a single parent because God was right there with me the whole entire time. It was to the point that I was being blessed so abundantly over the years. So many highlights that you would have thought that my children was raised in a two parent household with a two parent income. Now their fathers were financially contributing, but, but that's all I got. <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> You know, so I want to I want to go ahead and, and just acknowledge the fact that even though I was single as, as far as what society defines as a single woman be, with, you know, with children, being a single parent, you know, I did have help. Now, I didn't have living parents, but I had a heavenly father that made sure that we were cared for and we lived extremely well. However. However. It still didn't stop the day to day hurt and loneliness of having to be all and everything for my children, as well as take care of myself mentally and emotionally and spiritually. That is a great responsibility. And if you're a single parent out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You have your days where you go to work, you put in the hours, you come home. From that point, if you're not trying to straighten up, cook and or clean, you're having to engage with the children, help them with their homework, make sure that you stay on top of assignments and extracurricular activities that they are engaged in, make sure that they aren't being exposed to improper influences, as well as instill upon them your faith, try to raise them right with morals, And then plan your future for your family. Trying to be financially responsible for you and your children all the while, if you're, because this is about single parenting, all the while trying to date or have a relationship. Now, if that's not a bad woman, I don't know the definition of one. Single mothers, single parents, are the superheroes to our children because we wear the cape, we do it all. We multitask. No matter how big the burden, sometimes a single mother has the ability to make it look effortlessly. Do you know what I'm saying? And you know, guys, let me, let me tell you something that even I'm guilty of sometimes in the past. Let me just correct myself. Listen, you know, sometimes and over the years, you know, that term baby mama, baby daddy, it's, it's been very popular and it has a negative um, vibe attached to it. Typically, when we say baby mama, baby daddy, we think of drama. We think of issues. We think of unpleasantness. We think of everything but anything positive. 
typically, if we're speaking about a baby mama or a baby daddy, I'm just going to speak for me alone. Typically, it's when you're in a relationship with somebody and that's somebody they used to deal with. Right. But, you know, as I was preparing for the show today, I got to thinking. I really got to thinking. And here's my thoughts on the reason that there could be so much drama and unresolved conflict between two people that had a child or have children that are no longer together when one of them has moved on. Could it be, speaking from a woman's perspective, now this was never my case, because baby, let me tell you, mm -mm. but could it be that the drama that you are witnessing or experiencing, could it be linked to disappointment and an unwillingness to disconnect from a dream that someone had about this person and the children that they brought into this world? Think about that for a second. I've had these children with you. Once upon a time, we were in love. We had a relationship. We made a choice to bring these children into the world, even if the pregnancies were unplanned. And something happened along the way that the relationship dissolved, dissolved. And then the other person moves on. But just because the other person moves on doesn't mean the other person moves on. And I think sometimes when we're talking about baby mama drama or baby daddy drama, I think that could be the root cause of it all is because this person didn't sign up to be single rearing children alone. That's just my opinion. If you've ever had a dream about anything that you dreamed about and that dream was within reach, right? And the dream was everything that you could have imagined and you're living in that dream and all of a sudden that dream shatters who would not be disappointed only to be left with the children that is a constant reminder of a dream that will no longer manifest. It's got to be heartbreaking. It's got to be shattering. And let me tell you something about heartbreak. It is nothing more challenging to a single woman because remember, Diva Speaks Relationship is from a woman's perspective. It is nothing more challenging to a single woman who is raising children. I'm not talking about mammies. I'm talking about mothers. Nothing more challenging to a single mother who is rearing children and is on her business than dealing with heartbreak and disappointment and trying to smile through the pain as you parent 
You want to talk about <laughs> having the world on your shoulders? Have your heart broken while you're trying to raise your children and still go to work and still function and still put a smile on your face and still try and remain positive and hopeful about your future. Because let me tell you something as a woman, if you're not happy, if you are not satisfied with the way that your life is going, it's really hard to navigate a family. It is extremely hard to navigate. So let me pause for a minute. Let me, I have a comment. So Ralph says, is there a guidebook for young men and women to follow that would help make sure that if they decide to have children or stay together or at least stay amicable with the father after the breakup for the children's sake? I'm sure, Ralph, that there are probably hundreds of book, books that could help facilitate that transition. But when you're dealing with a broken heart and disappointment of a relationship that failed and you still have children to deal with and you're watching the other parent move on, it's kind of difficult to do that when emotions are still running high. So if anyone in the chat room, um, if you know of a good book, why don't you just drop it in the comment section? And if someone in the um, in the listening audience is needing that information, you could be, uh, you know, a valuable resource into helping them with something that, you know, they need help with. So, so, uh, so many times um, when you're trying to date or have a relationship, you know, single parents have to be very mindful of people with motives, people with agendas. I mean, anybody in a relationship with or without children have to be mindful of that. But guys, you have you ever heard of this show called the Steve Wilkos show? So I do watch it from time to time, but you know, it's not one of those shows where you can watch a lot because it's very dark and it speaks basically his show caters to um, relationships and families who have been deceived or they are the victims of a predator. And I just remember watching the show last week and this one lady was dating a guy. She'd moved him into her home, kind of like the Gabriel story from Netflix, where she'd moved this guy into her home. And the guy in true Steve Wilco's fashion, he lived with her and he ended up molesting her babies. He ended up molesting her children. And she said something so powerful, so simple and so true. Once the um, polygraph results were read, she said, it is men like you that make it hard for single mothers to trust people when they're trying to date. It was powerful. I mean, the studio audience erupted in applause. I felt that. I thank God that nothing like that has ever happened to my children. I, I never had someone like that around my children, but God knows and God forbid if that had happened, I wouldn't be uh, in the free world today. I wouldn't. I don't wish that on any woman, but let's talk about 
Let's talk about when you have acknowledged that you are excelling in your parenting, you are excelling in your education, you are excelling in your career, you are a good person, you do what needs to be done, and you know you have acknowledged that you want to date, that you require love. Let's talk about that. I want to go ahead and transition into that because a lot of single mothers sometimes are being made to feel uh, that they're wrong for wanting love. And I'm here to tell you, you are not, that it is a natural desire. And let me put my twist on it. Oh, God, let me tell you. One of the things that really used to get under my skin is when people used to, their response to me verbalizing my loneliness or, you know, I can't wait until God blesses me with someone or, you know, I'm kind of over being single, you know, but you know, the things that single people, single people in general say, um, when we are expressing sometimes our loneliness or we're just really over being single. I used to get feedback like, (laughs) Girl, just throw yourself into your kids, girl. You know, just focus on your kids. You know, just that that's all you got to do. <laughs> oh, God, to this day, even me repeating it, just I cringe. Let me tell you something. Tell that to somebody who's not being a good mother, who's not doing what she's supposed to with her kids in her life. But you need to come with a better response to a woman who is raising her children properly. And I think sometimes that it is those parents who tend to make their children everything that sometimes you cross the line. You cross the line. Your children cannot be your everything. And I'm sorry if some people are gonna be offended by that. No, sorry, not sorry. Your children were not designed to meet all of your needs. And it is unfair that any parent would place that burden on their child. Because let me tell you something, people, children grow up. Children grow up to be young adults. They leave home and they lead their own lives. And if you make your children your everything, when they grow up and leave the house, you'll be stuck feeling empty And leaving an opportunity for resentment to take in and take over because you will have not lived your best life, a fulfilling life, because you neglected yourself at the bad advice of someone else to make your kids your everything and totally focus on your children. I don't support that thought process whatsoever. I believe there should be balance. And if you are dating, don't feel guilty about it. You were designed to be loved. You were designed to have companionship. And if I was to go back to my faith, right? So let me circle back. If expressing your desire to have companionship or wanting companionship, when it appears that you have it all in every other area of your life, let's go back to the Garden of Eden when 
Adam looked around and saw that there were two of every kind, right? And he expressed to God, if Christianity is a faith that you follow, this is what I'm speaking of. When he expressed to God his need for companionship or his desire for companionship, God didn't tell him, no, (laughs) focus on me. God made it happen. And there are a few scriptures in the, in the Bible, if you follow the Christian faith, that support that. Man should not live alone. We were not meant to be alone. And that's as far as I'm going to go with that. So for you single mothers out there who you are feeling lonely and you're feeling like you're in this by yourself and you have some naysayers in your circle or in your ear attempting to make you feel guilty or like you're a bad person, or even to the fact that you're acting desperate, shut it down, shut them off. Again, you were designed to be loved and you are a woman who should be loved. And if it wasn't part of God's ultimate plan, the desire would not be there. I want you to think on that for a second. I think that we should honor and respect our single mothers. And I think that people should stop judging single mothers, especially the ones who are attempting to get it right with dating. I mean, what woman in her right mind doesn't want, even if you don't want marriage, Who doesn't want a relationship? Let's go back to our day-to-day activities of going to work. Some of us, especially me, I used to work two jobs and then take night classes and drag my two babies to community college at night with me and let my babies sit in the commons and put my laptop up and play a movie. They were in the commons and I was in class. And I was working a part-time job on the weekend and a nine to five Monday through Friday and making sure that we stayed in church for Bible study on Wednesdays and church services on Sundays at the Potter's house, Bishop T.D. Jakes. I'm from Dallas, Texas. That's a whole lot of hot hats to wear. So for anyone that dare says that or judge any woman who is rearing her children and wanting companionship to complete her family structure. Shame on you. Shame on you. Who are you to stand in judgment of a woman who understands and is intelligent enough to recognize a void to want to complete her family? or possibly have a male figure in her home that could be a mentor to her children. Someone to cover her. Someone to help balance her day-to-day activities and balance her to bring a smile to her face. You know what? Hold on. Let me acknowledge someone. Happy International Women's Month. Oh, thank you. Let me let me hold on. 
Pod body, thank you. Yes, International Women's Month. Yes, yes, we are celebrating. So um, here's 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 a message, guys. Check this out. Just in case for the ignorant people in society that didn't know this, check this out. You can absolutely be a single mother and still be successful. <laughs> Did that just blow your mind? That's right. I said it. I meant it. You can absolutely be a single mother and be successful. And still desire a relationship and manage one at the same time. Having a shoulder to lean on is something that a lot of people take for granted. And having someone to bounce ideas off of is something a lot of people take for granted. Having a source of encouragement, having someone to have pillow talk with, having someone who is interested in you and invest in you, back into you. Is something to be cherished because sometimes single mothers are depleted. It's kind of like a bank account. It's like people, your children, your household are steadily making withdrawals from you, right? But it's not as many deposits coming into you as withdrawals going out. And if you do this long enough, you end up having insufficient funds. You're tapped out, you're irritated. You're, I mean, everything seems to annoy you. You seem to be angry. It's because you haven't, you haven't been poured into. So what gives people the right to judge a woman You see, I'm stuck on that, guys. What gives people the right to judge a woman who's out here trying to have it all? That's right. You can have it all. You can have a man. You can have your children. You can have a relationship. You can have your career. You can be successful. Because, again, single parents backslash single mothers are the superheroes to our families. That cape that we wear, everybody ain't capable of wearing it the right way that cape drowns a lot of people that cape allows a lot of people to go into depression and they can't come out because the weights the responsibilities the magnitude of being a single mother is too much to bear for some and they can't get it right and here's another thing for those people that want to judge our single mothers You phenomenal woman, you. While we're trying to date and find love or have a relationship with a guy, have you guys ever thought about, especially my single mothers, have you ever thought about, or maybe you haven't, maybe you are aware of it, but you haven't really put a lot of thought into it. That on top of all of the things that you're dealing with, right? You're having to be a protector and a provider for your family, your household, make great decisions, plan futures, invest financially, have a portfolio, make sure that you're a good employee at your job, or maybe you are an entrepreneur. The list can go on, right? 
How about having to have the spirit of discernment? Because you got so many people out here with ill intentions. A lot of dudes are looking for a place to stay, ladies. You got bums and scrubs out here that are willing to evolve and be any and everything you need momentarily just to be able to get into your life. Because sometimes the one thing that a single mother represents is stability. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Most times a single mother has a place to stay because she has to keep a roof over her head for her children. And she has to have food in the home for the, for the kids. Correct. And even if you're not that financially well off, even if, even if you are living in poverty, the government makes sure that you have a place to stay and you have resources available so that you and your children can eat. And a lot of predators Pray upon you because you bring that to the table. You don't think a single woman has it hard? On top of all of the decisions she has to make, discernment is one thing she can't lack in. So now you got a guy up in your house who has nothing to bring to the table. Hmm. But some good dick sometimes. You ever wonder how certain women get dropped off in their cars by a guy who drives off in her car while she's punching the clock or she's at work all day and he goes back to her house and sits around all day? <laughs> I used to hear of it a lot when I lived in Dallas. It seemed to be... Uh, a city that was full of women who were in relationships that fit that description. I don't want to appear that I'm judging. I'm just acknowledging from what I've seen. <laughs> Guys, so just to give you you know, an example of what I'm talking about. How many of you guys have ever watched the movie Baby Boy, right? Do you remember when Jody used to drop, I forgot her name, the character is played by Taraji Henson. When, um, when Jody would drop his girl off at the job and then he would ride around in her car all day. It's a lot of ladies, got a lot of Jodies. And I'm not judging you because you know what? Every woman wants love. Even if she doesn't want marriage, she wants love. Most women desire a relationship. So the question becomes, when you're dating, when do you introduce or start bringing this person around your children? You know, that question has been asked a lot across the platforms of social media. Because women want to know. And you know what? Stop. Hold on. Let me just acknowledge that women aren't the only ones having to 
have the spirit of discernment. You know, within the last maybe I would say nine months, I have read a couple of extreme cases where guys um, were in a bad position because the woman that they were dealing with did something horrific to their children. One incident, this guy was dating this woman. I saw this on Facebook, right? He was dating this chick. He has custody of his children. He said that shortly after, you know, um, shortly after she moved in, the kids' behavior started changing. Long story short, she ended up burning the kids. She burnt the kids. I'm not saying that, cap, you know, with the spirit of cav being cavalier about it, but she did. He posted pictures of his son and his daughter, and he acknowledged that he ignored some of the red flags when his children were telling him different things about what she would do when he would go to work. Him wanting to see the good in the partner that he chose cost him his peace, I'm pretty sure from this point, and harmed his children. And don't you think a bad decision like that is going to impact him and his children for the rest of their lives? Women go through it more often than men, I think. And then there was this case in Georgia where this black woman, and I'm, I'm really, really, really disappointed because I'm black. You know, I'm not making a distinction between, between the races, but you're talking to a black and Ethiopian woman. So when I see another woman of color doing something as atrocious to killing, now this black woman killed her fiance's daughter. And you have to wonder how many signs did this single parent miss because that desire to have companionship or their love for that person, you know, blinded them. I don't want to judge nobody. It's not my place to judge. I just simply want to acknowledge, simply want to acknowledge You know what my message is? Don't allow loneliness or your desire to have a relationship drive you into the arms of a bad relationship that could not only break your heart, but impact your parenting, your emotions, or destroy your, to your, your, your entire family. Don't let loneliness do that to you. So going back to when do you introduce or start bringing this person around your children? That's a hard thing to answer because you can't tell grown folk what to do, number one. But my answer has always been this. I don't see, this is the diva. This is Angela giving her personal opinion. I don't see anything wrong with allowing your child to see, a, you know, like, oh, this is Tony from, you know, this is Tony. That's it. You know, nothing more needs to be said. I don't see anything wrong with that. However, bringing that person around my children and engaging that person in family activities or sitting, you know, in my house with me and my kids, you know, watching movies or coming to the family cookout or going to church. No, baby. <laughs> Months down the line. Yeah. Maybe a year. 
or more because you just cannot, you cannot risk doing something like that so too soon and then it ends up in disaster. These predators are out here molesting, raping, and killing babies. It seems like every other month there is a story circulating about a child that has been abused or has been murdered in the home of a single parent. A single parent who was in a relationship. Someone who was trying to date. Someone who was in love or looking for love and things went bad. Poor judge of character, lack of discernment or poor parenting. It could be a combination of all of those things. But don't let loneliness cost you the life of your child. It's hard. I get it. You have every right to feel love. I support that. You deserve, here we go, guys. You know, I say this, what, every show, every other show? You deserve the love that you desire. You absolutely deserve the love that you desire. And, you know, it's not always about companionship and conversation, you know, and, and wanting someone to do things with, you know. Let's talk about a single parent's sexual desires. Sometimes, you know, if you've been in a relationship or you were in a relationship with the children's father and the relationship ended abruptly, it doesn't it doesn't stop your body from craving sex. Single parents want sex, too. <laughs> now, I stand unapologetically on that. And you shouldn't feel ashamed because your body is craving sex. Now you should be absolutely smart about it. I don't think that every person that you date or people that you are sexually active with should come into contact with your children. But if sex is what your body craves, then your body will crave it until it is satisfied with the sex. I wish somebody would give me an amen in, in my chat room. I'm watching. And for those of you who just joined within the last few minutes, thank you for tuning in to Diva Speaks Relationships. I'm talking about um, single mothers and dating and single mothers in relationship and the challenges that single mothers face. I've talked about myself my past of being a single mother to two children. My daughters now are ages 27 and 21 and trying to be everything to my children while trying to have all of my needs met as a woman, as a human, as a Christian, it was very complex. So guys, let me read a comment. So Ralph is asking, do quickies do anything for women at all? Okay, so I'm going to need you to explain a quickie. I mean, as, as long as the quickie gives you an orgasm or, you know, leaves you in the afterglow, I don't see what's wrong with it. But to each woman, you know, each of us requires something different. So whereas I could say that a quickie for a single parent could do it for me, another one would be like, hell no, I need more than a quickie. <laughs> the East for women 
doesn't have what Ralph you should call in you're distracting me from my content of my show so I have a few tips before I wrap up the segment. I did a little research, guys, because I wanted to not only talk about the struggles, the, the challenges, and what single parenting is like for those who are raising children. I also wanted to be positive and try and give you some tips on how to successfully and actively date as a single person. So the first thing that I want to, the first tip, not thing, the first tip is realize that you are entitled to have a life. Mm-hmm. I said it. I meant it. I stand by it. Realize that you are entitled to have a life. You don't have to feel guilty about that. And never allow someone make you feel guilty because you want a life outside of your children, something just for you to fulfill your needs, whether they are sexually, whether they are spiritually, whether it is socially, you're entitled to have a life. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, your children should not be your everything. They were not designed to fulfill every aspect of your life. The children, for God's sake, God. Okay. So number two, for those of you who may have teenagers or children old enough to know what could be happening, expect some resistance. Don't go into it with this fairy tale mindset that once you find love, somebody that's compatible, somebody who is pouring into you, somebody who is truly and authentically interested in you and gives you that glow up like what? Ah, you do it for me. Okay. So that person could be doing it for you, but expect, expect some resistance from the children because after all, the majority of the time of your children's life, they probably are not used to sharing you with someone. So don't get disappointed or frustrated with the fact that your children are giving you some resistance on you dating or your new love life. Expect it. It's normal. You know, don't be too hard on them. Just set boundaries and let them know that adults are to be respected and they don't really have a say so in this aspect of your life. You acknowledge how they feel. They have a right to feel like that. Like, you know, mommy is being, I'm sharing mommy with someone else or, you know, whatever, however, but expect the resistance. Number three, the number three dating tip is when you're on a date, focus on the date. It could be hard, but, you know, if you're if you're there with someone that you're truly interested in, whatever, you know, you're doing, whether you're out to dinner, whether you two are at the gun gun range. Wait a minute. I backtrack because if you're at the gun range, God, yeah, please focus on the date. But, you know, whether you're bowling or you're, you know, kayaking or you're rollerblading, roller skating, bike riding through the city at a baseball game, at a sporting events, having cocktails, what the hell ever. Focus on the date. Pour into the date. Put the energy, put the put the conversation into the date. Try not to 
have your mind travel back to your children so much because if you're a responsible parent, like I think you are, I'm pretty sure you left them in good hands and whoever you left them with, they have the emergency contact numbers for you. Okay. 911 is always available. People know how to reach you. And I'm taking it for granted that you've raised good kids. So nobody's burning down houses. So with all of that being said, I would like for you to take number three, my number three tip, serious. Focus on your date. This is the opportunity to have the conversations where if there are red flags, you can catch them because you're focusing. The less you focus, the more you miss. Get it? The less you focus, the more you miss. So I'm going to need you to really tap in, plug in when you're on the date with your special somebody, someone, focus on that date. That was number three's tip. Okay. Now I don't want to offend nobody. Listen, that's my Dallas, Texas slang. Let me say it again. I don't want to offend nobody, but somebody needs to hear this. Your kids don't have to meet every man you go out on a date with. Okay, let's not do that. But at the end of the day, your kids, your decisions, but it's in poor fashion. Kids should not meet every guy you go out on a date with. I'm going to leave it right there. I'm not going to really go deep into that because I don't want to be offensive to my audience because I love you guys. But moving on to number four. (laughs) no five okay so mm, number five tip is try not to become intimate too soon with the person that you're interested in okay Um, as a woman I know that even though we crave the sex you know our bodies want that enjoyment And, you know, you have every right to have that aspect of your life fulfilled. Sometimes if we're becoming intimate too soon and start having sex before we really get to know this person, you end up in a situationship, number one, some good sex, as I've said in earlier shows of my podcast, good sex can keep you in a bad relationship far longer than you need to be. Yeah, good sex will hold you captive, hold hold you prisoner, have you strung out, and you know this person is no good for you, no future whatsoever. This person will not commit, but all of a sudden, now you're plugged into that person sexually. They're giving you what you need, and before you know it, You're emotionally invested into a person that is no good for you, that has hella red flags. And now you got all of this mess going on. You're an emotional wreck. That's where I'm going to leave that one. Number six, take it slow. Slow your road. Because if you take it slow, you have the opportunity to get to know the person. It's kind of like cooking. You don't want to cook something or bake something too fast because it may not be done all the way. You know what I'm saying? So if you take it slow, you have the ability to really get to know the person and to really see if this person is compatible for you, if this person is a good fit for your life, if this person you know, 
if the two of you can have a future together and definitely taking it slow will allow you to spot some red flags or some deal breakers for you. If you have specific deal breakers that, you know, that you know, like if this person is into this, I absolutely cannot deal with this person. If this person, you know, engages in these types of activities or blah, 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 I absolutely will not deal with this person. There is no future. There is no conversation. There are no more dates. Well, take it slow so you can learn if this person is exhibiting the type of behaviors that would be a deal breaker for you. Number seven, use discretion. Use discretion. You know, I'm 40 years old (laughs) and discretion and discernment in the earlier part of my life when I was in my 20s wasn't something that, you know, I could particularly say I was really, really good at it, you know, with losing my parents at such a young age, back to back, like within a year of each other, by the age of 19, I had no parents. So at the age of 19, I had my first child. So, you know, the things that I would have been taught as a young adult and a young woman, you know, the things that my mom could have instilled in me, I didn't have the opportunity to learn because she wasn't around. She, you know, God rest her soul. She had passed away. So for those of you who have mothers, who have grandparents, who have elders in your family, I I think you are blessed. I think that you have a resource to tap into. Even if you don't trust your judgment, I think that the elders in your family are good people to uh, bounce ideas and situations off of, to pour into you, to be able to make decisions that would, you know, benefit you as you're in a relationship or as you maneuver through the dating process. Number eight. Now, I don't care how invested you are in this person, how in love you are with this person. You know, I don't care if you two absolutely are, you know, committed to having a future together. You have to remember that the parenting responsibility belongs to you. Okay, the parenting responsibility during your dating processes, processes, and while you're in a relationship, the parenting belongs to you. It is not your lover's responsibility to parent your child. Then you are actually, I think, you know, you're crossing boundaries and you're you're inviting different challenges and struggles into your life that really don't really need to be there. So just use good judgment with that. Um, Keeping in mind that you've raised respectful children outside of that, that that person that you're seeing don't need to be parenting your child. If the other parent is active, then you you co-parent with the other parent, but your lover, your boyfriend, your girlfriend don't need to be sitting there trying to act like mommy or daddy to your child. Number nine, balance your priorities. Balance them. Um, I just want to, I'm trying to choose my words wisely. Since I know that I have a very grown and sexy audience, 
Um, I don't really want to go into that and insult your intelligence, meaning that what, you know what, let me just say this. If there's a bill that needs to be paid and you have a night planned on the town with your special someone, it would be irresponsible of you to purchase a new outfit, get your hair and your nails done just for the benefit of looking flawless for your significant other, your date, or the person you're involved in a relationship with. I don't think that you should take away from your child to look good for the person that you're with. And for the men who are single parents, because I need to address you as well. If you are a single father and you are raising these children by yourself, balance is necessary as well for you. You shouldn't take money away from your household that you know is needed to entertain a woman. If there's a bill that needs to be paid or an extra curricular activity that is coming up, then you should absolutely place that as a priority over taking your lady friend out on a special date or getting her nails done or getting her hair done or helping her with her bills. Your priorities have to be balanced and you have to make sure that the children in your household are taken care of first. That's where I'm going to stop with that. My final tip is acknowledging the fact that breakups can be hard. No matter how successful we want to be in the dating process or how successful and educated we are in our approach to relationships, breakups do happen. There are no guarantees with relationship. The only never that you never know is the, <laughs> wait a minute, the only never that's for sure is the never that you never know. I'm going to say it again. The only never that's for sure is the never that you never know. So you don't know where you and this person you don't know if you guys are going to work out. You don't know if it's going to be forever. So in the event that something happens and the relationship dissolves, just know that the breakup can be hard. It's emotionally draining. It can send you into depression. It can make you feel worthless. It has the ability to take the smile away from your face. It has the ability to impact your parenting. Breakups can be extremely exhausting, but you can push through it. You can absolutely, absolutely push through it. When breakups happen, you know, that is the time to have a good support system, to have people that you can trust, whom you can confide in. That is the time to exercise your faith. That is the time to really throw yourself into your special interest, your hobbies, or focus really hard on your career, take up a different skill set, and absolutely tune more into Diva Speaks relationships because I'm going to cover it at some point. And if I haven't, you know, if I haven't talked about it during your breakup, check out some of my earlier shows. I'm pretty sure the encouragement that you need is there. I support you 100%. And as I wrap up today's show, again, 
To all of the single parents who are under the sound of my voice, I salute you and I applaud you. I want to leave you with the message that, again, you can be a, <laughs> you can't, I'm, Ralph, stop, you're making me laugh. You can be a single parent and successful. You can have it all. Do not allow anyone to speak negativity into your life when it comes to you dating, wanting a relationship, and being in a relationship. That's your business. That is absolutely your business. Relationships take time. They require work. And you have to be able to have the time to invest into someone, people. Too many times I've read the stories on social media where, and I'm talking about women, where a woman will say, well, she was, you know, dating this guy, but, you know, he would counsel, you know, or made it a habit of counseling. And every time he counseled, something came up with his kid or blah, blah, blah. Listen. A person that gets into a relationship with you or starts dating you, they had the kids when they met you. And any intelligent person knows that you have to invest time into a relationship. So don't get into a relationship and then use your kids as an excuse to fail me. Got it? Either you know how to balance being able to actively date and be in a relationship or you need to be by yourself. But please stop using your children as a reason that you cannot commit to following through with your dates and showing up 100% in your relationships. I said that for somebody. Somebody needed to hear that. Don't accept that. Do not accept that. So do not date or get into a relationship if you don't have the time to invest in a person. Period. On that note, people, subscribers, I truly, 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 from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate your participation. I appreciate your support. I love speaking to you guys. You guys rock. I watch my numbers religiously. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to a woman, a black woman, okay? A diva. If you watch my social media pages, you kind of get <laughs> the diva aspect of it. But thank you for tuning in to hear somebody who I feel like I'm a regular everyday woman talk about everyday challenges and the way most people think about relationships or, you know, even if it's not you, somebody, you know, somebody in your family, we all got stories, even if they're not our story, you know, of the story, right? So again, thank you for those of you who are just tuning in. I will publish this episode. If there are no, you know, audio defects, I will publish this into um, a podcast episode so that if you tuned in a little bit late, you can listen to the whole show in its entirety. For those of you listening on my station head radio broadcast, why don't you scoot on over to Diva Speaks Relationships on, um, my hosting site, which is Diva Speaks, 
www.podbean.com. Guys, my 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 true followers, listen, go follow me on Instagram, Diva Speaks, the underscore sign official. You can also email me personally. My email address is divaspeaksofficial at gmail.com. You can find me on Facebook. Okay, at True Diva Speaks. And if you're nosy enough, you'll find my personal Facebook page, which I only allow certain things to be public, but Angela Porter Real, that's me. So I am the diva, the relationship diva out of Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City, the hottest, the realest relationship podcast you will listen to in 2020. So support me continuously, guys. Tell a friend, share, 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 help the diva. And remember to look out for me on um, Amazon Prime. You can find me actually for all of my iPhone listeners, Oh, Ralph, you're so sweet. Um, for those of you who have iPhones, if you have ITV, is it ITV? Um, something. Anyway, if you have um, Apple TV, that's what I'm trying to say. You can, you know, pull me up on Apple TV and, you know, pretty soon you're going to find me on Amazon Prime and you're like, oh, I follow the diva. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> hey, Raymond. So guys, uh, it is Friday the 13th. You know what they say about Friday the 13th, right? Well, we're not going to buy into it. Happy Friday. Have a blessed weekend. For all of my subscribers who have dates this weekend, for all of my subscribers, right, it is just another day, Friday the 13th. You're right, Raymond. Check me, boo. Thank you. For all of you who have dates this, um, this particular weekend and you got something really fun and exciting planned, you know, don't forget the tips. Enjoy yourself. It is so much going on in this world. It's, I'm kind of feeling like everybody else. Well, I want to redo or reset or start over on 2020. This world is crazy. People out here with nasty spirits, agendas. I mean, people are not authentic. People are just really in a weird and bad space. So enjoy the love. If you have love in your life, enjoy that person this weekend. Make it special. Make it memorable. Enjoy your glow up. And until the next time, the diva has spoken. You guys be safe.